Okay, don't mind the start of this because it's a little, um, I wouldn't even say overshare, but like truth and reality and like just a reminder of things that maybe you want to explore right now because I know that um, Hot Girl Summer's coming up and that some of us are feeling the call to revolve back into diet culture and making sure that we're getting fit and doing the squats but having a tiny bud and doing the sit-ups but still, you know, maintaining sort of a curves. Like they don't, Mm, 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 mm. All of it's so complicated and so contradictory that it's silly. Anyways, that's where we start. And I just want to like relieve any of that pressure, any of you who are thinking about going down that road and tell you that there are better options, definitely better options for your body and talking through my experience with that. Okay. And then we're getting into like attraction. I know it's ugh, one of my favorite topics, but I don't know, you guys. I'm starting to get really excited for what and who I've been attracting lately. And I'm excited for myself because, come on, right? It's been a minute. But I'm also excited for what that means for you as well. Right? Because if it's capable, if I'm capable of doing it, I know you are. Uh, so yeah, let's go. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Uh, the Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through, different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place. And alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and um, being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. Hey, welcome. What an amazing day. Okay, we are going to dive right into our great things. This is something that I haven't brought to the show yet, but this morning I just felt called to bring it here as my great thing. It's odd, okay? We haven't gone here before, but this is this is the setup, okay? So at this conference that I went to three years ago, 2019, two years ago, 
I can't count. What year is it? I don't even know. What year, what day, what day of the month? Like what month is this? I'm pretty sure that it's almost summer. I can't tell. But my sunburn on my arm certainly can tell that the sun is out these days. Um, and I have the most massively aggressive farmer's tan going on in like I was in the sun for two days. Two. Not even for long periods of time. Anyways, okay, so my great thing starts at the conference that I went to in 2019. And at this conference, there were mind-blowing things said, crazy, life-changing things that forever set my life on a new path. One of those things that did not set my life on a new path, but did definitely send me on a personal anger spiral was the speaker, one of them, Rachel Hollis, talks about how she almost pooped her pants. And this was like wildly uncomfortable for me. And it was probably the most angry that I got at the entire conference because I have never, ever, ever, ever had that issue. In the entirety of my life, I have always had the opposite issue where it was like I could go months, weeks and months. And yes, some of you who are in the medical field are going, that's not even possible. And I am telling you, stomach messed all the way up. I am telling you, I was on like high, high, high prescriptions of laxatives daily for years. And even then, we were still talking like two to three to four weeks. And not like, okay, then you go to the bathroom for a whole week, like maybe one, and then we'd be waiting a whole nother week. And so you can imagine, right? Imagine how your stomach feels. And, I, and this used to just be the norm. So anyways, I'm sitting at this conference and this woman's up there and she's talking about how she almost poops her pants like a hundred times in a day. And it's the funniest, everyone's laughing. And I'm just sitting there like, that's not even funny. That could never be a possibility to me ever. And I'm not laughing because I'm just mad. Like, gosh, I wish that I went that frequently or that that was even a possibility for me. I am so jealous at this point. You know, not jealous of the book writing career, not jealous of the creating your own stage, not jealous of any of that. Jealous that this woman can poop her pants. What an amazing thing. And <laughs> I... Never, I never, wow, with that noise, I never would have known what that was like had I not ran into somehow in the mysterious ways that the world and the internet works. And this is one of the major life shifts for me. Um, I mysteriously ran into, attracted, whatever, uh, Mia Greco, who is an amazing dietitian. Um, and she, if you want to go back, she was in one of my bonus episodes, but she talked about ditching diet culture, right? And of all the things that I got from Mia, right? All of this wisdom, all of this knowledge. One of the main things was eat food, whatever food, like eat. And what I hadn't realized is that I... My inconsistencies in my digestive tract 
was probably with my inconsistencies or with my ebbs and flows of dieting behavior. So like I'd binge like crazy right before a diet and like go into this, just get everything, grab all the carbs, everything, 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 and then go on a strict and like I was good real good at staying consistent and level with something. Like we'd be all chicken breasts and salads for like six weeks. And then life would get out of control and then we'd fall off for a little while and then I'd go binge again and go crazy. And then I'd completely level off and stop eating completely, right? Or like eating only good things. And so I don't even know that there was ever a digestive problem as much as there was just a inconsistency problem. Like where you'd go from super nutritional, nutrition dense foods that my body was like, whoa, how do we break this down? This is so different. All the way into like crazy non-nutrient dense foods, but like all of it all at once, all the time. And like my body couldn't react. It didn't know how to behave or respond. And then you're piling on top of all of those inconsistencies, daily laxatives. That's crazy, right? And after I met Mia, I stopped the, I think I had stopped the daily laxatives a while before that, but I had moved to tea and the tea was helping, but it was still very inconsistent. And led to like a lot of bloating and a lot of just gross feeling. And it was still like, it was better. It wasn't four to six weeks now. It was more like two to three, but still, right? Imagine. And (laughs) I had then gotten rid of the tea after talking to Mia and just committed to eating, eating anything, but making sure that I was being regular about it and not being so extreme. Like it can only be healthy food and it can only be bad food and it can only be this, or it can only be that just like eating and asking my body what it wanted and giving my body what it wanted and committing to that. And this, this is what I'm here to say today. My body, since committing to intuitive eating, since committing to effing diet culture completely, never going on another diet again, just listening to my body, just moving my body, just doing those things, my body has completely recovered and there is nothing that I need. I don't bloat anymore. I don't swell up like I used to? Well, yeah, because you're not retaining anything because you're regularly, right, clearing stuff out. But like, I didn't do anything other than just start eating and not eat in like extreme instances. That's it. That's it, good people. And I think the biggest thing from that was like, there's no stress. There's no thought. I don't even think about eating about what I'm eating, about what, how many calories it has in it, about what this is going to do to me. I'm, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm just eating like what my body is asking me for. And I will tell you that I definitely come from a body type that is thin privileged. Like my body frame is just a thin body frame, like 
genetically. And so I definitely went through, I would say probably about a 20 to 30 pound weight fluctuation through this transition. But I was also experiencing like high levels of depression and lows and things like that. So I think all of those imbalances sort of led to that weight gain. It wasn't just the intuitive eating, but also, yeah, like when your body's going through that, it has been forced right in and out of being in famine and like having everything that it needs. And so, yeah, your body, when it starts to receive that food consistently is still going to go into like fight or flight mode where it's like, I got a store, I got a store. I know that this isn't what she's going to do, right? We've been abused enough. I know that this isn't going to happen. And <laughs> it, it, it takes a while, but it definitely levels off. So if you've experienced that, or if you've thought about going down that road and effing diet culture and, and moving into that place, I would recommend my episode with Mia and following Mia. She actually does workshops and courses on this. And I can tell you, I had to meet her when I met her, or I wouldn't be where I am now because that was like, taking up a huge chunk of my time and how many of us, right, are convinced that that's what we need to spend our time on, <laughs> that we need to get our bodies right. And if we just drank the water and ate the chicken, gosh, I was just having a conversation about this yesterday, right? Like if we just did those things, our whole lives would be right. It's not true. That's not true. Yes, drinking water is amazing. Yes, eating the right food is definitely going to create a good energetic balance. But like I was focusing almost a part-time job energy on what I was putting into my body. And it doesn't have to be that hard. It really doesn't. And now that I don't focus on it at all, one, I have completely freed up my mental capacity for other things. <laughs> Two, I go to the bathroom every day. Like I haven't, hadn't done that regularly since I can remember, but I want to say since the age of 11, maybe at 11, I was put on a regular um, laxative at 11 because my body wasn't functioning. And honestly, it was probably because I was impacted by diet culture at 11 as well. And it's almost crazy to think that even at that age, you could be impacted by that. But whatever, good people, whatever. I, I, I don't know why I didn't do that sooner. But something every day before I come on this show, I'm like, I'll be given. This is this is my affirmation. I am given the words that find the ears ready to receive. And for whatever reason, right before I came on here, that message came to me that I needed to bring that here. So that's my great thing. We're going to the bathroom, people. Okay. And that may not be a big deal to you, but that is like life changing to me completely life-changing. And it was as hard and as simple as ditching diet culture completely and not questioning my 
bodies want for things. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your great thing. You're doing such amazing things. And hopefully this will help if that's something you are struggling with. Um, to like maybe you look into what intuitive eating is. Maybe you look into a course with Mia because my entire life changed as a result. I was living so miserably in like weeks of time where my body just felt so gross, as you can imagine. And I couldn't do anything. I just wanted to lay down all day. Well, yeah, I just had sludge in me hanging out all the time. Now we don't have that issue. Hi. And it was all because of Mia and her brilliance. So, uh, okay. I don't know. Maybe you needed something like that today. Maybe you need to look into that because maybe your life is being owned by that and it shouldn't be. Listen, your body is brilliant and beautiful and amazing and it can do amazing things. We're just convinced that it can't and it won't. And it will. It will. Okay. So today I wanted to talk about you are what, and I actually termed it, you are what you eat, which is just funny because, you know, of how we started this podcast. <laughs> but you, you are, you attract what you are. And that's like, that's one of the most miserable realities. Okay. <laughs> Early on. Because if you really think about that and you think about some of the things that you're calling into your life, and this was one of the really hard pills for me to swallow early on because it was like, oh no, you're, why are you getting all these inauthentic, phony relationships? Why aren't you getting deep relationships with people who want bigger and better things? Well, here's the thing. (laughs) you attract what you are. And at that point, when I was really wanting that, when I was really craving that, I wasn't believing that I was capable of those bigger things, that I was capable of anything but inauthenticity. Like that's what I wanted, but that wasn't the energy that I was putting into the world right? Okay. So we're all just walking around. We're these energetic beings. We know who we are. We have like a vibe, right? And this is, this is my favorite term that my children have now started using. Like we'll be walking through a store and my four-year-old will be like, mom, that's your vibe, right? And she'll point to a shirt or something or sunglasses or whatever. And there's no better term that they could be using right now than that. And it's so true, right? Your vibe, what you're attracting. And I I want to give you permission today to even not get disappointed in attracting the wrong thing right in this moment. I think the biggest thing that you can do is realize that that's communicating your need for more growth. If you're not attracting what you want yet, then you get to choose to keep growing and keep going and not stop and not get hung up on that. 
because you think that that's the only thing you're worthy of, that that's the only thing that's going to come into your life because it's just false. If you keep going, right? I was getting fed all these people and I'm like, it feels gross. It doesn't feel right. This isn't the right tribe. This isn't the right vibe. This isn't the right thing. Why am I not attracting what I want? Well, I had more to grow on. Like we weren't there yet. And the greatest thing that I did was realize that this wasn't what I wanted. And then keep going and not just settle, not just go, oh, okay, well, I mean, that's what I'm being served. So that's clearly what I deserve. And I'll just stop here. No, like you can see the vision of who you want to be and you have a birthright to become that person. And so whatever you need to do I want you to know that not everybody's going to stick and that's not a bad thing. Not everybody's meant to stick. Some people are meant to just be little steps along the way. Some people are meant to just be blurps or give you a lesson or teach you or I don't know, maybe they say one thing to you and you get one thing out of that person and then you move on and you never speak again. But like, is that worth it? Yeah. You darn right it is. And you know. You know where you want to end up. That doesn't mean that we just skip over everybody that's being served to us right now. I think we have to reach out for those things, right? Those reflections are what tell us if we're getting closer to where we're going. We have to have those reflection moments. And so when you can look at that reflection, when you can look at those people, when you can look at the things that you're attracting and go, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. we're definitely getting closer. This is definitely in the right path. And they're saying things that just like completely vibe with your soul as you continue conversations and you start to realize that these are the levels. These are are the conversations. And you know that that's going to continue to grow and evolve as you continue to grow and evolve as a human. And that doesn't even mean that everybody that's vibing right this second is going to continue vibing forever. But you'll know. You'll start to attract those people. You won't even, it won't even make sense in your head how those people came into your life. You'll actually go into conversations and you'll be like, oh my gosh, hi, this is my friend, Catherine. And Catherine and I, oh, we just go way back. How did, Catherine, how did we even meet? Do you hear from that? Oh yeah, remember it was like a friend of a friend and we were like in this place and it was like all the stars just aligned. Hey, those are really good signs that you're headed in the right direction when things just play into your path. And the crazier thing for me is I had like been forcing that for so long That the second that we moved into January and we established credence as the word for 2021, and that word was more of a commitment to just believing that I was deserving of these things, 
versus half believing that I was deserving of these things and half fighting and killing and proving that I was deserving of these things. You, you don't have to prove it, right? When we move into the fact that it's just your birthright and you'll attract the things that the energy that you put out, you'll attract that in tenfold. And this harsh realization that sometimes we don't get the energy quite right, or sometimes the energy has to continue to grow and evolve in order to attract what you're looking for. Right? But the most important thing is that you don't stop until you find those people. Okay? And don't get discouraged. You are going to attract people who don't fit. Period. Because you haven't gotten to the energetic place that you need to get to yet. You haven't found the vibe. Your four-year-old's not walking through and saying, ooh, that's your vibe. That is your vibe. Totally your vibe. Right? It's okay. You're not going to get there overnight. You're not going to instantly just walk into this group of people who are perfect. Actually, you might. Like, you actually might. The universe may show up and go, oh my gosh, we've been waiting on her arrival. Where has she been? He, she, they, where have they been? We've been waiting. And the second that you put out that energy, some of you, the universe may have been waiting on for a real long time. And so they got it all lined up for you. And that's what I'm saying. That's why like, Stop believing that you aren't capable of creating your life because some of you are like going to create it overnight and you'll probably look up and go, holy crap, no, 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 I didn't say that I wanted it that fast. I didn't say that this was what was supposed to, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. I don't think so. Did I really say that? Do I really want this? Can I just go back? Why? Oh, and you can't. You put that vibe into the world and the world reacted. And I know that that's scary. <laughs> and I know that for a lot of us, that means that everything changes from here. That means that the group of people you used to attract are probably going to start to repel as you level up your energy, as your vibe changes, they're going to go away. And you're probably going to look around and go, oh no, I'm all by myself. And for some of us, okay, myself definitely included in this, for some of us, that's necessary. Right? We kind of have to clean wash. And you'll be amazed at how the universe sort of cleanses you and gives you that opportunity to do that people cleanse. You're like, oh no, I would never have time to do something like that. And then boom, all of a sudden, oh, oh, what? We just got laid off from our job and we have three straight weeks off that are like paid. Huh. Wow. And now, and wow, all of a sudden there's like this opening at this cabin where you can just go hang out by yourself for three weeks once and just think and be all by yourself huh 
Nah, it's not the universe, is it? No, it is the universe. Come on. I just don't want you to get scared by what it is you might be repelling. Right? The repel and the attract. That reflection and is repellation is not a word, but I wish that it was, and maybe we'll make it one. Um, but like that act of repelling people seems really scary. And we have to move into this idea of there being no scarcity. That even if we're repelling people, that means that we needed to clear people out because we have a whole new group of people coming in that are on a whole different wavelength and level and we got to clear it out. You know, they say, they (laughs) say in order to attract something, you have to have a need for it. And so a lot of times that looks like clearing out, clearing it all out, starting all over. You want to replace your closet, do you actually have a need for clothing? Or is your closet full? (laughs) Right? Like the universe is looking in your closet and going, well, she's, they're asking me to to fill their closet with new clothes, but I'm not seeing a need. And then the universe is just like, I mean, come on. How greedy are you? Get rid of some stuff. Throw away the stuff with holes in it. Prove to the universe that you have a need. And that you're okay with letting go of what doesn't serve you anymore in order to get what does. And that is not just included. That does not just include that holy pair of underwear that you refuse to throw. Throw it away. Throw it away. The socks too, in fact. Yeah, go through there. Comb through that underwear drawer. Figure out what doesn't need to be there anymore. And stop just saying like, oh yeah, I need new underwear and socks. I need them so bad. If you're not willing to get rid of what doesn't serve you anymore. Some of those people have holes. And they can't help you get where you need to go anymore. And it's okay, right, to still have a relationship with them, to still check in with them, but they can't take up your time like they used to. Especially if you're seeing that they aren't reflecting who you want to be. Right? That they're not leveling up along with you. And that they just no longer can match your vibe. And the crazy thing about that is, this is very similar to the consulting work that I do, is like once you hire that vibe, (laughs) whether it's in a company, as a whole team, whether it's with yourself, once you hire that, the people who can't get there are just not going to get there. And they will release themselves of the energetic imbalance. It almost happens automatically. It's poetic, in fact. 
And you'll see that in your life too, as your energy starts to shift. All of a sudden, these people who used to serve you, who used to revolve around you, who like really served a great purpose, but as you change, they don't change with you and and you can't even explain it, right? I don't know. We just don't hang out anymore. I don't know. We just, we just don't. Yeah. You can't even explain it. It just became an energetic imbalance. You couldn't, you couldn't get there with that person anymore. And that's okay. We got to clear the closet once in a while, especially as we start to walk down this new path. Those old spaces, those old people, those old mindsets, those old clothes, they just aren't going to match anymore. And we got to clear out the old. And you can feel good about that. Right? And you'll know when it's time to clear out. You'll start feeling that. And once you do, right, we get rid of one friend and we're like, nope, doesn't serve anymore. You'll be served up a new one. I can guarantee it. And you'll be like, whoa, this is where we're supposed to go. I know now the vibe is getting right. I know. And you can trust that. It's okay to clear out the old to make space for the new. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at The Death of a Dream. That's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there. And then Hannah Ness on LinkedIn. Go ahead and check out the website if you feel like it. There are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast. um, And you can reach out and contact me anywhere. If you have any questions, message me, let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.